Welcome back to the podcast, friends. I'm excited about this episode. I'm gonna try to keep this really short, sweet, and very actionable because I wanna share with you some things, some tools that you can have kind of in your tool belt for those days when you need a reset on your mindset. You know that you're not thinking the best thoughts. You know that you're not in the best mental space and that it's affecting everything, both with your kids and in your work. And I I know that I don't have to tell you, mindset is so huge. The way that we perceive the world and what's happening around us is so crucial to our response to it. And it can be a make or break thing. I know that if I have a perspective of abundance, if I have a perspective that things are happening for me and not to me, I respond completely differently. But I am not a perfect human and I have struggled with this before. So I want to share some tools that honestly have have been so simple, so easy, free, and that have helped me a lot and I know are going to help you too. Hello and welcome to the Called to Both podcast. I'm your host, Joy Michelle, and you're in the right place if you're ready to grow your business while also being the intentional and present mom you want to be. This show will leave you feeling inspired, equipped with tangible tips, and encouraged to go after your own version of being called to both. Let's dive in. So resetting your mindset. This sounds wonderful, but is so much easier said than done, right? When we are in a poor thought cycle in our head, we're just in a not great mental space, it can be truly a challenge to take a moment and truly hit the reset button. And I know for me personally, when I'm overwhelmed, when I have a lot of thoughts swirling around, I feel behind in my work, I feel behind in the house, I feel not equipped as a mom, the last thing that I want to do is go through some exercises that I'm going to give you here today. But I have learned, it's like my mind is actually smarter than itself in some ways where I've learned that if I can just start these things, if I can start to give myself what I need in these three areas, these tips that I'm going to give you, that the results are so helpful and that it only takes a couple of minutes and it truly does start to almost like rewire my brain a little bit and essentially hit that reset button on my mindset. So the first thing that I want to share with you is breathing. It's a breathing exercise and it's called square breathing. It's something that I started doing, I mean, I want to say maybe six months ago. And when I was first learning about this, I thought this was kind of hokey, if I'm going to be really honest with you. And it wasn't something that I had a lot of practice in. I'm not somebody that's practiced yoga and breathing for years and years and seen all these wonderful benefits from it. But I saw some studies on breathing and what it does to your mind and body and the connection, your mind-body connection, and how just a couple of minutes of doing a breathing exercise has lasting effects. And so to me, when I heard that it had lasting effects on your ability to focus, that it had lasting effects on your ability to problem solve in work, and that it actually makes you feel more rested and more awake after doing a breathing exercise, I was hooked. I was willing to try it at least. So the first breathing exercise that I started is the one that I rely on all the time, and it's called square breathing. And essentially, it is breathing in slowly for four seconds, holding for four seconds, exhaling for four seconds, 
holding for four seconds. And that's a set of four, four seconds, four seconds, four. So four, 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 four. Um, and that's why it's called square breathing. And I will do this if I am overwhelmed. I will do this every time I remember to do this before I start a work session because it really helps me to kind of get out of my own head with all those swirling thoughts. And I will also tell you, fun fact, if I cannot sleep, I will start doing this and it's the last thing I remember because it will immediately make me fall asleep. Like I will just think, oh, what was I doing? Like was I watching a show or was I reading or what? how did I fall asleep? And it's the square breathing. So the first thing to do when you feel like you need a quick mental reset, do a few sets of square breathing. The second is journaling and not in a traditional context of like, writing out your day like dear diary here's what I did today and like it needs to be this like beautifully crafted letter I have been a big fan of stream of consciousness journaling which is the opposite of a journal entry that I was familiar with before doing this exercise now I learned about this from the artist's way book which I will link down below it is a fantastic resource I'm actually working my way through it now for the second time and uh, Julia Cameron, the author, she talks about your artist pages, and that's what she calls this stream of consciousness journaling. But essentially, she says, you just fill these pages out. You do not stop writing. It's longhand. You fill out three pages with anything that comes to your mind, and that's it. You did it. You accomplished it. I started doing this uh, probably in December of last year. And I try to do this every single day. And if I can do this at the start of a work session, it is ex like just extra, extra helpful for me because what the way that she explains it is you don't expect anything good to, to fall on the paper when you're doing this journaling exercise, but you do the stream of consciousness journaling to get to your good ideas. And it's almost like a brain dump of all the junk floating around in your head. So I'll do a little bit of breathing. I will do a little bit of journaling in the stream of consciousness journaling. And I will tell you, the the strangest things will come out on the paper, but also some of those limiting beliefs, some of the poor mindset that I had that I was not even fully aware of came out on the paper and I could actually see it and process it and deal with it. And that moves me into step three, which is to replace those thoughts. So add good things to your mind instead of whatever came out on that paper. So there's a lot of overwhelm, a lot of just processing out your day, maybe things you're frustrated with, things that you need to work on. I know for me, a lot of work stuff starts kind of overflowing onto the paper when I start doing this journaling. I say, okay, I'm thinking about this launch or I'm thinking about this content or should I take this brand deal or you know, what should I be doing with my business? And that kind of starts coming out and then I start seeing patterns that I had not identified before. Now, I also might see some things like money mindset stuff pop up or limiting beliefs around my capabilities or uh, imposter syndrome, things like that might start popping up on the paper. And when I see that, I know that as soon as I'm done with that stream of consciousness journaling, I'm going to move into replacing those thoughts with good thoughts. And I mean, you can call this affirmations, <laughs> you can call this um, truths, you can do, you know, label this however you want, but I think it's really important to replace the thoughts that are happening that are leading to this poor mindset that you have with something good. So I like to replace this with Bible verses about how God sees me, who I am, how my identity does not shift or change based on what's happening in the world, what's happening in my bank account, what's happening on social media, things like that. 
And I, I, I like the idea of replacing these soundtracks. Um, that's from the book Soundtracks. Uh, John Acuff calls these thoughts soundtracks in your mind. And I like the idea of calling them a track because it is something that like almost loops around um, in your mind. And so you want to make sure that you have good, true, and affirming thoughts in your mind replacing those things. And kind of fun fact, um, I think it is even John Acuff that I learned this from, but he keeps a testimonials and happy messages folder on his desktop in his computer. And he says that when he's having just an off day, when he's not feeling great, he's not feeling confident, he's kind of stuck in his head and his mindset is just poor, one of the things he does is return to this folder of happy clients, of people who've said, hey, your emails have changed my life or your books have changed my life or um, whatever good feedback you can get from a client or family member or um, anything inside of that folder is basically what you'd put in there. And so I started collecting what I call joyful messages. And if I get a DM from somebody that says, they built their business because of my YouTube channel or that they doubled their prices because of my course or things like that, I will save that and I will put it in the joyful messages folder so that I can come back to that when that voice pops up in my head that says like, ah, you don't really know anything. You're not going to be able to help anyone. Who are you to teach? I just go back to that folder. I'm like, yep, but Carol in Colorado doubled her prices after taking my program. And Jackie, in New York is inside my coaching program and now she launched a new product. And so I can go back to these things and almost replace those thoughts. So those are the three core things, but I actually have a bonus step for you because I think that part of our mindset sometimes, the reason that it can need to be reset is because we're in a loop of our own thoughts and we need to get outside of ourselves a little bit. And so one bonus step that I have for you is to think about someone else and seek connection with someone else. So I, I know that we as people are created for connection. I think we're created for community and we're created for relationships. And because of that, I think there's so much good that happens in our minds and our bodies when we do have uh, like a safe and healthy connection with someone else. And so a lot of times after I've worked through the three steps that I gave you for trying to reset my day, trying to reset mostly my mind and my attitude towards whatever's happening, a good way to finish this off is to reach out to someone else. Even if I'm just responding to a friend's email campaign and responding and being like, I love this. I love what you're doing. I can't wait to hear how this launch goes. Let's jump on a Zoom call. I feel better when I've reached out and made the day not just about me. When I've sent a text message checking in on, on someone, like I will feel so much more connected to that friend when I've followed up on something that they shared with me and asked, hey, how did that go? I know you were going to have a difficult conversation with someone. I w I'm thinking about you and I hope it went well, that kind of thing. So these are just a few things that might help you to sit with your thoughts for a moment, get some of those thoughts out on paper, and then replace those thoughts that lead to a better and happier mindset. So before you leave this episode here today, I want you to head over to the Call to Both Facebook group and connect with someone else inside of that group. It is a fantastic place to have conversations about what your life looks like in your Call to Both journey, hear how other moms are balancing both business and work, and hopefully make some good friendships and connections as well. So I will link that down below, and I can't wait to see you guys over inside the Facebook group. 
Thanks so much for joining me here on the Call to Both podcast and for listening through the entire episode. You are awesome. If you're listening on a Monday, you have the week ahead of you to grab a tool or two that we talked about here today for resetting your mindset. I hope that you'll put some of these into practice and truly start to see the difference in your own life. As usual, I will see you in the next episode. Bye, guys.